Hello and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Saturday, February 4th, 2023. It is a cold and bright and frigid day here by the window in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Uh, we've, we're coming out of the tail end of our 36-hour cold snap. Uh, this morning when I woke up, it was 5 degrees outside with the wind chill and real feel, etc. being below zero. So I didn't go running first thing in the morning as I like to try and do every single day. So in fact, I just went uh, now here in the mid-afternoon because it is now above 20 degrees and it's oddly not windy anymore. And I wore five, seven layers and um, I felt okay. So yeah, I guess we are out of that cold snap. So that's been the big news. Um <laughs> region-wide. Let's see. Apartment-wide, the big news is that I have been here alone in the apartment for um, about 30 hours now. As uh, Julie and Oliver are in Chicago, they went for one night to Great Wolf Lodge to visit our friends there, uh, who we often do these short trips with, uh, to like kid-type places uh, like Great Wolf Lodge and like the trip to Austin last year when we went to Kalahari. Um, So, uh, yeah, they went for one night (laughs) to Chicago, a little getaway, and I've been enjoying myself here. I had big plans for last night to um, watch concert videos on YouTube and spread my old magazines all around the living room floor and organize them, but I ended up falling asleep really early. I was just so beat from being out the night before, basically. So um, going to the dry cleaning show. So yeah, so I went to bed early and I woke up early and I've kind of just been puttering around the house up until it became bearable enough to go running, which I just did. Now after this, I have to go, I have to walk down to Mazones to get some interior halogen light bulbs to replace one just went out. So I'm going to go get those. And uh, then later on this evening, I'm going to LaGuardia to pick them up. So that's my day. Uh, let's see. Been, um, let's see, 13, 14, 17, 18. It's been 20, it's been about three weeks since the last episode. So a couple of neighborhood items to go over. One is um, I finally went to that bakery called Bon Bay Bakery, B-A-N and then B-E Bakery, the Vietnamese bakery that's on Sackett Street between Henry and Hicks. Uh, there's no inter- interior. You just go up to the window. And I got a vegetarian banh mi. That's all they make is a vegetarian one. So it's a banh mi, which was one of the best banh mi's I've ever had. And uh, also picked up some um, coconut waffles, and those were good too. So, oh, and I got a Vietnamese hot coffee, um, which I was expecting to taste more like I expected, like other Vietnamese coffees I've had. It was a little more just kind of normal coffee, but very good. Um, I had condensed milk in it, which I think one should do when having Vietnamese coffee. But anyways, very, very good, and I will be going back to this place. Uh, let's see, still been frequenting Bobby's uh, Italian Beef. i uh, been ordering Chicago dogs from there. Still haven't gotten around to ordering anything else, but I will, maybe, one day. Um, been going back to, uh, I've been going to this place, Cafe Cotton Bean, which I may have mentioned before, opened on Sackett. Just uh, 
east of Smith Street. And um, yeah, it's this new coffee shop in, um, I can't remember what else used to, what was in that old place. Um, I don't think it was anything really happening for a while there, but anyway, nice coffee shop. It's uh, now taking over my preference from Bee's Knees for my post-school drop-off, but pre-getting on the F train coffee. Um, I still go to try to go to Bee's Knees once one day a week because I feel bad, and I do kind of like it there, and it's a good change. But uh, yeah, cotton cafe cotton bean is uh, quite good. And uh, especially before it gets crowded, I don't know if it ever gets crowded. There's not too many places to sit and, you know, kind of open your laptop. There's really only three tables. There's a booth, a small two-person table, and a large, like, communal table. And that's it. <laughs> and then these, like, there's, like, a three-seat counter. And I always sit in the counter and look out the window. Um, so, yeah, I like that place. And for the first time since, like, the summer, I've been regularly going back to Three's Brewing and buying beer to go. Uh, I've been picking up my threes beers just at the deli around the corner, but for whatever reason, I, well, actually I know the reason I wanted to go get their eighth Avenue, eighth anniversary beer, which was a Northern German Pilsner. Um, I guess to distinguish it from plain old Pilsners, which I think basically come from Munich, right? Which is Southern Germany. But, um, wow, this might be in the top three threes beers I've ever had. It is great. They said they can't keep it on the shelves. And by definition, they won't keep it around forever. I would imagine they're going to take this recipe and make it into some more, some some other more permanent rebranded um, beer. But really love it. It has a name. It's called For None For All? For None? I can't remember. Uh, but it's the 8th anniversary beer. Very good. Um, and uh, let's see. Anything else neighborhood-wise? Well, not nothing really. Oh, the other big news in the neighborhood is there's a new the Barnes and Noble moved, um, moved from Court Street, uh, and um, State next to the movie theater. It vacated that spot and it is now around the corner in the old Barney space on Atlantic Avenue next to Trader Joe's. Well, between Trader Joe's and Urban Outfitters, and um, it is so much better than the old version. It's slightly smaller. But it's much brighter. Uh, the old version was like carpeted, and um, you know what? The old one looked like Barnes and Nobles from the '90s and stuff, which I don't mind. But this one is like kind of got a new vibe. It's it's bright, uh, kind of like white walls, white shelves, uh, very bright lighting, wood floors, and there's a downstairs too, of course, because that space has that downstairs. My only um, complaint is that the magazine section is uh like one quarter of the size now which is a bummer but um because i like magazines but i can't imagine there are many people like me and enough to justify a large section in a smaller space so but other than that great new barnes and noble on atlantic avenue um all right what else have i done the last few weeks uh been doing some more uh exhibit going i went to edward hopper's new york at the whitney the exhibit that's going to be around till um, either later this month or early next month. But just all this Edward Hopper, uh, it was fantastic. Uh, great, great job, uh, Whitney. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, let's see. We went to a thing called Titanic the Exhibition. So uh, Oliver has been obsessed with the Titanic for a couple months now. And I mean... 
thanks to Roblox experiences that exist, he knows his way around every inch of the Titanic. It's kind of amazing. He knows every deck. He knows how the engines work. He knows this and that. Um, so, yeah, it's bizarre. So a couple of weeks ago, we were like, oh, what are we going to do? Do you want to drive in? Do you want to like go into the city tomorrow? Like Oliver was like, no. And then we Googled Titanic the Exhibition, and it happens to be this globally traveling Titanic exhibit that arrived in New York in November. At some like it's in like a pop up temporary space at 14th and 6th, and um, I feel like I talked about this before. No, I guess not. Anyway, we went to see Titanic the exhibition, and um, it was pretty awesome. Uh, there, they had a. It's mostly just like this kind of like audio guided, like um, trip through the history of it, and uh, with cool things to look at and. Uh, very heartbreaking stories about some of the passengers and crew and um they did have i mean most of the titanic is at the bottom of the sea so you know there aren't really actual fragments of it but what they had were period like period type things from other ships um but they had a fragment of the grand staircase which is just a little piece of wood but i just sat there staring at it fascinated because i was like i cannot believe that looking at a piece of the titanic so um yeah i'm not sure how they got it, it must have i can't remember the, how they explained it it might be that i don't know someone had it. all these things are like uh in addition to the survivors these sadly the many um corpses floated for weeks and they recovered the bodies and they recovered all these things on them so um and they recovered other things floating so anyway <laughs> uh it's kind of I mean, one of the advantages to living in New York is, oh, our son is uh, obsessed with the Titanic. Let's Google and see if there's, like, anything to go see about the Titanic. And, like, oh, there happens to be this huge, world-famous Titanic exhibit. I guess we'll go tomorrow. Um, So, yeah, that was fun. Let's see. What else? Uh, saw my friends Gabe and Drew, who are now um, upstaters, sadly, for me. And um, I think <laughs> half sadly for them. I don't know. Um, but we all met up at uh, that kind of Manhattan chain pub Stout, which is on 41st and Park. Uh, they came into Grand Central. We went to Stout and then they went back to Grand Central and went back home. Um, so it was great to see them. Those are my Taka Taka bandmates, of course. Um what else? I went to the Red Hook Tavern for the first time um, before the aforementioned dry cleaning show. Um, yeah, so we got tickets for uh, dry cleaning at Pioneer Works, dry cleaning being the great um, post-punk band from on 4AD from England, and decided to make reservations at Red Hook Tavern around the corner from Pioneer Works, which I have not been to before. So I went with uh, my friends Eric and Debbie, and I had the famous Red Hook burger, and it was awesome, and had um, an Interborough Marzen lager, and then also a Guinness, which is great, uh, and then went to Pioneer Works, and it was a fantastic show. We were also joined by uh, my brother-in-law, Dhruv, and I happily ran into my old friend, Matthew Mills, for the first—I haven't seen him in uh, several years. He's one of those people I haven't seen since the pandemic— 
and it was fantastic to see him. He's doing a thing. He turned 50 this year, so or last year, and he's doing a thing called 50 Shows for 50. And so this dry cleaning show was his 15th show of, of this year for him. Um, so, and show was fantastic. It was last night of the tour. I actually wanted to buy a tour shirt because I'm back into, for the first time in years and years, buying tour shirts. And the more classic the tour shirt, the better. Like tour dates on the back, I want the whole thing. Um, and I was waiting online to buy it. And the guy in front of me bought the last shirt. And then I was like, well, how can you run out? And then I realized it was the last show of the tour. So they timed it perfectly, the merch people. But um, it was a bummer for me. But that's my problem. Um, I guess I could look up online. And now everything is so much easier these days. Like uh, they didn't have that new order shirt I wanted at the show. And I just went online and found a version and bought it. Um, so maybe I'll do that for dry cleaning. So, yeah, that's that's been the last that's been the last few weeks. Um Oh, and then the thing is, I haven't launched this yet, but I was, I'm going to do a newsletter version of the Conrad Life Report, basically because uh, I kind of want to like just force myself to write more. I want to be able to include photos and links, and I so enjoy uh, my friend Rick's um, week every weekday uh, newsletter of his, um, oh, I mean of his life logging, basically. Uh, his is called Good Morning, Hello, How Are You? And mine will be Conrad Life Report. And I actually wrote it, wrote the first one this morning. And um, Substack was, it's a little annoying figuring out every kind of like aspect of setting up your presence. And um, so even though, I mean, I feel like I'm someone that knows my way around all this stuff pretty well. I uh, kind of like been holding off on sending it because I feel like did I get the headers right the footers right I still can't figure out how to change my little avatar for whatever reason doesn't seem to be the the square 280 by 280 logo uh they ask for so I, I don't know how to populate this thing but um I'll figure it all out but <clears throat> if you want to um sign up for it it will be at conraddusette.com substack.com i think yeah or you can just um you know search conrad life report on substack or um you don't have to get it at all but anyway i'm going to start this newsletter and i'm thinking i will send it out today i signed up like five friends <laughs> um so they'll be the first recipients okay Moving on to uh, music I have consumed lately. Let's see. I actually have notes for these, too, this time. Um, <clears throat> La La Land by Guided by Voices, new Guided by Voices. Um, it was very good. I think it's a little top-heavy. It starts off awesome, and it gets a little less memorable in the second half. But um, really great new GBV album. They're all really great, and they make so many of them that it's a little bit sad because I kind of pay don't pay much attention to them because there's always another one coming. Um, anyway, good good album by GBV. I listened to a, a 2017 Numero Group uh, release called Seafaring Strangers colon Private Yacht by various artists. Uh, my friend Scott sent this over. This is a uh, it's a compilation of like self-released yacht rock music from the 70s and 80s. And my friend Skippy was telling me that a lot of these artists kind of self-released their stuff back then. And um, so this 
compilation gathered it all up. I don't love Yacht Rock, so this was like a kind of one and done. I'll never listen to it again, but I enjoyed it. And if you like that kind of stuff, I would highly recommend it. Seafaring Strangers. Uh, I listened to a uh, young post-punk group from Chicago called Patter on the recommendation of my friend Steve. Uh, album is called Patter Theme. Um, so listen to it on Bandcamp. Good Chicago post-punk, I would call it. Listen to um, an album called 12 by uh, Richie Sakamoto. Uh, this is an ambient release. Um, don't know what much to say about it, except it was ambient and quite enjoyable. Listen to the album Prize by Rozzy Plain, who is a UK musician uh, and plays with a lot of people that I, I'm friends with and play with. And she uh, also is in the band This Is The Kit, although she's not the front person. That is Kate Stables. But um, it's hushed modern indie folk, I guess, um, kind of in a This Is The Kit vein. And um, I thought it was very good and I you know, kind of enjoyed it. Um, listen to Complete Mountain Albanac, self-titled, um, which is the Swedish folk singer Rebecca um, Kariord, and also uh, Jess, Jess Dessner, who is um, Aaron and Bryce's sister, Jessica Dessner. Uh, she provided lyrics and artwork and kind of the whole um, concept behind this release. It's an, it's an album cycle where the 12 songs are named after the 12 months. And the artwork and the themes and the lyrics have a lot to do with um, Jess's journey through breast cancer the past couple of years. And it is a gorgeous record. And Aaron and Bryce are on it, playing guitars on it, too. Um, so Complete Mountain Almanac. Listen to the new John Cale album called Mercy. Um, this uh, The sound is kind of like modern R&B haze with some pretty big guest stars like Wes Blood and... Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, um, a number of others. Um, it was good, but like I, that that general sound is not my thing. So it was. I kind of more admired the album, <laughs> but um, I mean, it's amazing that John Cale is putting out very good albums um, at the age of eighty. I listened to a new fucked up album called One Day. I don't listen to fucked up usually because I cannot stand Damien's voice. Well, I can I can stand it. I just don't love it. But um. As usual, just great melodies. I like the album way more than I thought I would. Um, so, yeah, new fucked up album. Um, I listened to the album Turn the Car Around by Gaz Coombs, who was the former, well, still current frontman of um, Supergrass. And it is, this album's getting rave reviews. It is fantastic. It's mellow-ish, but just such fantastic, great songs. Um trying to think um of a supergrass comparison to give an idea i would say if you know the supergrass song late in the day from i guess it was their third album i think or second but where it was kind of a mid-tempo slow burner of a song i'd say that's the vibe for this gaz coombs album and it's great and finally i uh i met a guy at a bar at bar great harry last night during happy hour who is f used to live in San Francisco and booked Cafe de Nord and managed bands like the Court and Spark and stuff. And um, he mentioned this band he manages, um, or kind of manages, I don't know how much of a manager they need, it sounds like, but called the Mother Hips, who I'd never heard of, but I decided this morning to listen to their most recent album. It's called When We Disappear. And it's like West Coast 70s style, breezy, 
American rock. And it was good. Let's see. Moving on to books. Uh, the main book that I finished in the last, um, let's see. My life, what did I read? feel like I, I read another book. Anyway, the last book I read that I finished um, a few days ago is, is uh, What I Talk About When I Talk About Running by um, Haruki Murakami. So this is my second Murakami book in a row. Um, and this is one of the most enjoyable books I've read in years. It is kind of right up my alley. It's ostensibly about running, but it's more about observations on life and being in middle age and your journey through life. And he just seems like such a cool guy. I, I just relate when he's talking about like running and he's tired, but he knows he wants to keep going and he thinks of cold beer and he thinks of music he wants, he's listening to. And, um, I just get it. I get it all. I really, I really liked, um, I really liked everything about this book. Um, so that's a keeper, uh, not a library one. I got it for Christmas and I am going to happily keep this book. Um, forever so and then I kind of post about it on social media and then I a lot of people all of a sudden popped up and said they loved the book too so great great book and I'm currently reading the spy book about Kim Philby and Nicholas Elliott called um what is it called I can't remember but it's by Ben McIntyre um who is a renowned uh current nonfiction writer so I'm loving it so far, but I am not even a third of the way through. So more on that next time. Um, so I guess that's it. Uh, reporting from the window here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. It's up to like 22 degrees now. Uh, this has been episode 98 of the Conrad Life Report. Uh, remember, if you want to get the newsletter, which I don't know the cadence uh, of, but kind of hoping to do it three to four times a week, I, I hope. Um It'll be Conrad Life Report, um, and called it'll be called that. And I think my URL that they gave me is conraddusset.substack.com. Whatever, it'll be out there. Anyway, that's it. I got to get ready to enjoy the rest of my alone time before I drive to LaGuardia. Okay, that's it. Take care and talk next time.